a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. We're going to stay with the conversation just a little bit longer. Stay with that question. And, of course, we've been covering so many of these high-profile courses, uh, cases in the Supreme Court over the last several weeks. And what do they all really mean and why? It's not like suddenly things are all different. Why so politicized? Uh, why is there such angst and animosity going on as it relates to the court? And I think the answer is very simple. And I think the court today sent the loudest and clearest message it has yet in terms of whose job it is to do what. Now, Congress loves to tell you that their hands are tied. They shrug their shoulders and say it's somehow someone, something is holding them back that is making it impossible for them to pass any timely or important laws that will save the environment or help the community or make a difference in the republic. But first, of course, you have to donate to their campaign. Got to put that 25 or 50 bucks uh, on your card and, and it makes everybody feel better. And so sadly, while we hear this message over and over, uh, the interesting thing about many of the uh, judgments that the courts the courts have handed down this session are really just the opposite. They're saying, oh, wait a minute, this is, this is not the court's job. This is Congress's job. Uh, and so really interesting, as an example, uh, today, of course, we've been talking about the ruling in the West Virginia case from the Supreme Court uh, about the EPA and whether they have the authority or power to regulate and cap emissions in states. And what the court said today is, no, you don't have that authority. Now, the ruling today, just to be very, very clear, did not change any policy anywhere. There were no changes to policy today in the court's ruling. What the court was saying is it is the job, not of the agency, it is the job of the elected members of the House and the Senate. And then the president can sign it into law, and then the EPA can do its job. In response to that, Senator Elizabeth Warren tweeted today about the ruling from the Supreme Court in that West Virginia versus the EPA case. Senator Warren tweeted, quote, Our planet is on fire, and this extreme extremist Supreme Court has destroyed the federal government's ability to fight back. Okay, think about that. 
She is saying that it is the extremist Supreme Court that has destroyed the federal government's ability to fight back. So is that really the case? The federal government's ability to fight back? No. With all due respect, Senator Warren, this is your job. It is your job. It's not the agency's job. It's your job. Uh, very interesting. There was a uh, a little bit humorous response uh, coming from the Washington Examiner columnist uh, T. Beckett Adams, uh, who retweeted Senator Warren's tweet uh, about the planet being on fire and the extremist Supreme Court is destroying the federal government's ability to fight back. Uh, and so quoted uh, Senator Warren's tweet. And then he said uh, in his next tweet, uh, starting to think of some things these lawmakers are extremely lazy and hate being reminded of their job duties. Uh, he then had another tweet that started with uh, from his boss, my boss, Beckett. Please submit your monthly report before close of business today. Thanks. Beckett, our planet is on fire and you've destroyed my ability to fight back. This radical management is increasingly facing a legitimacy crisis. Uh, and basically, if if we're just going to point fingers and place blame, we got to look in the mirror first. We have to look in the mirror first. And so, Senator Warren, you need to look in the mirror. You're talking about the government fighting back? No, the government doesn't even have to fight back. You just have to show up and do the job. And introduce a bill and build a coalition and pass it. And not in the way that has become the commonplace for both Republicans and Democrats alike. And that is to pass the big sweeping bill that nobody's read, only to find that most of the pages are blank. And the bill will often say, Congress hereby bequeaths to the EPA the ability to determine what is clean air, what it is not, who's in charge of it. Who gets to decide who's violating it, what the penalties are, and enforce said penalty? That's not legislating. And so the answer, if we want to diffuse the politics around the Supreme Court, the answer is very simple. Very, very simple. Congress, do your job. Do your job. But I realize that that's the harder thing. It takes a little more effort. And it opens you up for this lovely thing we call accountability. of Getting it done or not getting it done. Negotiating it in the right way. Making sure you've done your homework and checked your math. And ensure that the outcome will actually produce the outcome you think it will. And then accountability comes. And that's a good thing. But the accountability shouldn't come through the court saying, no, you, you really can't do that. That's not your job. And that's what happened today with the EPA. Is the Supreme Court, and I love when the Supreme Court does this. And sometimes it becomes confusing to us because, again, the extremes on both sides of whatever the issue may be immediately start screaming and immediately start fundraising and saying that, you know, this crazy radical court did this or this crazy radical court did that. And the end of the world as we know it is on its way. 
But the reason we're even entertaining that conversation is because Congress has failed to do its job again. Because it's not a question. When when Congress abdicates its power, of course the executive branch is going to take it. Of course they will, and they'll use it. But what gets done by executive order will be undone by executive order. We've seen it over and over and over again. And what does that do? It creates uncertainty. It creates animosity and anger and fear and frustration. It's great for politics. It's horrible for the country. And so I applaud the Supreme Court today in the case, again, this didn't change anything. Not a single policy was changed today in terms of the EPA. What changed today was simply the Supreme Court saying, Congress, do your job. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do? in the face of an international disaster decades in the making. That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.